Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I would like to tell you a story. Knife Talk is sponsored by Evenheat, the manufacturers of the finest knife treat ovens available. Find your next heat treat oven at evenheat-kiln.com. Shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you better keep that in. <laughs> Welcome to the final Knife Talk of 2018. Today is New Year's Eve, um, and I'm here with Jeff Fader of Fader Knives, here with Mareko Mamasi of Mamasu Fire Arts. How's it going? And we are we are the hosts of Knife Talk, the, the podcast for knife nerds and knife makers and anybody with an interest in knives. So this show is going to be different to our usual format of show, we're going to be talking about what we've been up to in 2018, what our plans are for 2019, and just a general sort of roundup of the year. So, how are you guys? How are things? Doing good, doing good. Yeah. How are you guys? It's great to be here on the last day of 2018. Outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. What a year. <laughs> it's been a good year. It's been a very good year. It's been a great year. Hey, look, you know, Knife Talk Knife Talk got the reboot in 2018. That's a big deal. It did. It did. And I'm, I have to say how thankful I am because I've been doing this for about 18 months now, Knife Talk. And anybody who has listened to these sort of older versions of the show would know that it was generally pretty dry. It was myself talking to a guest every, every week, um, generally asking the same questions. It got, it got pretty sort of boring. Um, so I asked... Jeff and Mareko, who had both been on the show previously, and we had a great time if they'd come along and um, host with me, and they have, and that sort of gave us the rebirth of Knife Talk, and I've enjoyed every week doing it. So I want to, first of all, I want to thank you two guys for agreeing to do this. Absolutely. And just for spending that time with me every, every I want to thank it's, you too. Well, it's always good fun. Yeah. Yeah. Big thanks. That was a huge honor for me to be invited. I know that, I know that uh, it's like, you know, it's fantastic, and I'm, I'm I'm very grateful to you for you know you do all the legwork too. You're doing all the editing, you do the show, the hosting, you do all the. So I, you do a it's, it's a big honor for me, and I know Mareko feels the same absolutely way. cool, absolutely. So so let's start with let's start with maybe mistakes we've made 2018 things that we wish we'd done <laughs> slightly differently, whether it's work, whether it's life, whatever it may be. Um, what do we think? And we, we can finish then on well, something a bit more positive. <laughs> I, I will tell you that I just last week or a couple weeks ago, I just cracked two integral knives. And I want I, I right after I fucked up my Damascus knife and I redid it and it looks great. I heat treated two integral knives that I forged and I cracked both the bolsters. But luckily for me, I this community is so great, I got a lot of people reached out, and one is Nate Zimmerman of Zim Knives reached out, and he said that he thought maybe my temperature was too hot, 
And then my personal giant monster guardian angel. I have this monster of a guardian angel, <laughs> Nick Anger. He slips into my DMs when he, it's like it's like he's my personal genie. It's I'm lucky, so lucky. He, if something goes wrong and he'll see it, he'll slip into my DMs and it'll be like, "Hey, buddy, what happened?" And then I'll say, "Ah, you know, I cracked it." He's like, what kind of steel were you using? I said, 1084. What temperature did you put it at? I said, uh, uh, I said it at uh, 1520. And he goes, yeah, too hot, too hot. You've seven, 1475 for 1084 integrals all day. And then he, and then like, just like a, like a ghost, he kind of, he flew away <laughs> like my personal angel. He does that to me. I fucking love that guy. He's a big monster of a man. He's a great guy, and he always kind of quietly sneaks in and talks to me, whispers in my ear and then fucks away off. I love it, <laughs> but he's awesome. And, uh, yeah, so that was my, I, you know, Hey, look, I ended 2018 with, with some problems. So I'm, uh, but you know, we get through them. It's been a big year for you, Jeff. You've, you did the Epicurious videos. Yeah. You've been basically on different, yeah. different podcasts. You, you know, you, you've been everywhere. I've seen your face everywhere. Well, it's been a lot. So I, I'm a, you know, the Epicurious thing was amazing. It was a great experience. It was a fun experience. Um, I don't know if they're going to, they started to invite some of the older people back. I don't know if they're going to invite me back and what the hell am I going to talk about now? Um, but uh, I'd be, you know, I'd be up for it if they wanted me to come back, but I'm not really, not, I'm not seeking it out. And, I, and I've done a lot of, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It, you know, I'll tell you what, the highlight has really become for me is, uh, this podcast, I, I, I've been a fan of broadcasting and radio since I was a kid. And, and, you know, it's interesting for me in terms of this podcast, particularly, I used to podcast a long time ago, but you know, we're solitary people. I think the people who listen to these podcasts, you're not listening to these podcasts in a working shop mm. because your boss would say you're not getting enough work done. So it's people going into their shops and going into their sheds and going into their basements and they're working and they need some companionship. So I kind of understand that idea of, you know, um, that broadcasting is kind of keeping you company. So for me to be able to be involved in that and getting the messages out and, and for us to be able to make dick jokes and <laughs> fool around, this has been uh, – this has definitely been one of my highlights. I would say that this is more of a highlight for me than Epicurious, to be honest with you, because Epicurious is fine. We had a good time, but this is like – I love – I love doing this. I love being with you guys. And this has been, I would say, being on Knife Talk has been a giant highlight of 2018. Definitely top, easy top five highlights of the year. No question. Maybe top three. Maybe top three. Nice. Nice to hear. Very, Very nice. nice to hear. Well, yeah, it's true. You. It's true. What about yourself, Morocco? You've had a pretty busy year too? Yeah, I've been pretty busy. Uh, we starting with the the lows of the year that we were talking about. Is that where Jeff started? I think so. Yeah, yeah. just th- maybe we maybe can, things that we can go round and round. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Uh, I would say probably the the the, the most frustrating thing this year ha- was definitely that uh, stainless Woots build and just uh, all the delays and the setbacks uh, all the way down to <laughs> finishing it and then dropping it on its tip. Um, that was probably one of the biggest low points uh, for me when it comes to making this year. Uh, it was just a, just a, a headache, two months of frustration working and it's kind of slogging through that thing. It, it really made me question, um, like, should I be doing this? What the fuck? Like, it's, it was so frustrating. I let it get to me so bad. I was like, what am I doing? This, it made me want to quit, actually. But fortunately, I have good people in my life. My wife, Jeff, 
um, and you know, just people to talk to and be like, it's cool. It's just shit happens. You can't, you know, things can't be going awesome all the time for you. And so, uh, hmm. that definitely helped pull me back from the edge. But, uh, but you know, that was probably, uh, other than that, I think turning down dinner with, uh, Jason Bateman, Dax Shepard and Tristan Bell was pretty stupid on my part. Wait, what? Whoa, rewind. Who invited you to so that? So when day? I was in L.A. doing the barbecue thing, uh, or for the, uh, what was it? It was uh, Alex's Lemonade Stand, which is a uh, ch- childhood cancer research foundation. Uh, they do uh, an event every year in L.A. called L.A. Loves Alex's Lemonade. And I was there with Adam Perry Lang helping sling his uh, beef, uh, what is it, beef short ribs. And... Jimmy Kimmel and Jason Bateman slide up behind us while we're slinging stuff. And Jimmy's talking to, to uh, Adam, and Jason's just standing there. And I was like, oh, I'm going to talk to Jason Bateman. So <laughs> I said, hey, man, you know, I just want to say I really appreciate and love your work you do. I just heard you on, on Dax Shepard's podcast. So interesting to hear your story and background. It really it was very touching, and I really appreciate you having the, being, being willing to share that kind of stuff. He was like, oh, we should we should go meet up with K Bell and, and Dax at dinner at APL. What do you got going on? K-Bell. I was like K Bell. K Bell. And I was like fucking K Bell. Like, Jason Bateman just asked me to go to dinner with him and, and K Bell and Dax. And I'm like, my first K-Bell. my first resp- that's what he said. So my first thought was, or my response was, oh, I'm sure they're good. Like they don't want it. Like I'm thinking to myself. I'm a big dummy that plays with metal. Nobody wants to fucking hang out with me, <laughs> especially them. And so I made the mistake of saying no for them instead of saying, wow, really? That's incredibly flattering. That would be an amazing experience. I was dumb and said, no, you know what? They probably have better things to do. They don't want to hang out with me. And my wife, oh my God. about if she could have, she would have kicked me in the nuts. <laughs> But I was in, I, <laughs> whoa straight for the nuts. I was in L.A. Straight oh, yeah. for the nuts. I was Boom. in L.A. She was oh. in Connecticut, so that couldn't happen. But I definitely learned that lesson of not saying no for other people. Um, that was a hard one. Learned. You know, <laughs> so, you know, yeah, Jason that, Bateman went home and said to his wife, "I was chatting to the guy that was on Joe Rogan last week, and he turned <laughs> yeah. me down for dinner." She kicked him in the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to call my, my buddy Marmal. Marmal. That's when you're new. Marmal. <laughs> I was with Marmal. We were, were hanging out. K Bell and Marmal. That sounds like you got a mouthful. <laughs> what the f? Something. Yeah. Uh, well, that was definitely a. That was definitely a. Well, that's a good one. I didn't know that one. That oh, was a good sorry. one. I thought yeah. I told that story. I would have been intimidated. I think I would have been intimidated to, to eat with J- uh, Jason Bateman. Well, and I think yeah, he's a cool dude. Yeah, he's he's very nice. And my thing, and it's my own internal shit is, I, you know, I don't think I'm very special. I don't think I'm very interesting, and I have a, I have a hard time accepting compliments. And when people are like, "Oh, you know, this is really incredible," and I just I I struggle with all of that, and I hate it. I I mean, I appreciate it. And I'm flattered by it, but. Um, I just really have a hard time with it. And so uh, I I basically think I'm a giant piece of shit. And so when people are, cool, <laughs> cool people are like, hey, we want to hang out. I'm like, no, you don't. Like, you, you don't there. know me. I've you don't there. really want to hang out with me. I'm just a big dummy that plays with metal. So, uh, so those are the low points. 
well, I don't think you're. I don't think you're a giant. I don't think you're a giant piece of shit. Right. Well, and I appreciate it. And that again, I think you're fantastic. Internal, like my own stuff, I need to work on. Yeah. and then high points, I would say, I would absolutely, I 100% agree with Jeff. Doing this podcast has been awesome. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I think it's been a really great opportunity to connect with not only you guys, but with the community that's been built up around it. And just seeing the engagement and seeing the reaction of people has been really surprising. And I, you know, the second uh, Craig messaged, I, my first thought was yes, because I, I've, I've always, especially through my own Instagram account, I, I try, I love sharing my process and how I do things and stuff like that. And a lot of people ask, why do you do that? And I'm like, I might fucking get hit by a car on the way home. And anything that I know or might possibly be able to share to help somebody else is gone. And so I think of it kind of in that kind of a dark way, uh, talking about yeah, you're, you're, you're worried about traffic. You're worried about dying. Well, Connecticut, yes. I'm worried about the traffic in Connecticut. But anyway, yeah. no, it's just... Connecticut's a low point. <laughs> it's it's just uh, you know if anything that I say or do or share or show that helps somebody make a difference in their their ability to do this work, I, I'm happy to do it because th- this craft has given me kind of a sense of purpose in a way. Like up until I started doing anything with knife making, I was you know I didn't I already struggle with thinking much of myself, but then, you know, I'd never really found anything that I was great at. And so it was the first time I discovered something that I was really not just good at, but great at. And, and it changed, completely changed my life. And if, if anything I do helps somebody else discover that for themselves, um, I I feel like I've accomplished everything. So I, I, I take as many opportunities as I can to try to create that in other people's lives because, Ultimately, you know, I feel like I'm getting really dark, but you know, we're not here forever, and why why should it be so as painful as it can be, or as you know, it is for some people. It should, you know, anything I can hmm. do to make it more positive, um, except for myself. <laughs> I guess. Can, can you're, we, you're a good man, Embell. We should change the name of the podcast to "Better Hear This Before We All Croak." Yeah, exactly, I love it. <laughs> We will we will end up with something, you know a bit more positive towards the end I think I but you so. know whilst we're talking about you know maybe the the bad points of of 2018 um, and Morocco mentioned it as well but uh, towards the sort of the beginning of the year so maybe January February um, I was really struggling so I think it was a case of coming out of sort of Christmas and getting a lot of orders done um, I didn't have many orders in at all. Um, when I was getting orders in, I wasn't particularly enjoying the work, I think because I was rusty. I wasn't doing it every day as such. Um, and I reached out to Jeff at the time. I said, Jeff, I said, you know, when I am getting the work in, I'm not happy with with, with my output. Um, and I'm thankful to Jeff because basically he just, he just gave me a shake and said, look, you need to pull your shit together. You know, the more you do, the better you'll become again. Um, and it was. It was just a funk that I was in for maybe maybe, you know, two, three weeks. Um, and I think we're all going to get that at some points, you know, I think particularly that time of the year as well, after Christmas. Um, but it's just a case of getting back out there and everything will come back to you. What you do will just come back to you naturally. So thank you, Jeff, for that, because you really did. You really oh, did help out. Not, it was, I wasn't trying to help you. I was, I was, A, 
I wasn't trying to help. I, you know, Maraca, you say you want to help people. I don't want to help anybody. I just want to. <laughs> I want to. Pre- I literally just want to pretend like I'm a. I'm a. Uh, I'm a, one of my favorite shock jocks. That's all I want to be. I want to be a radio guy. I, 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 this could be shovel talk. I don't care. I'll, I'll talk about snow shovels. I, I don't. You, I shovel think you're talk. mistaking me wanting to help you. I don't want to help any of you. Any of you motherfuckers you see, out you there. You at the time. <laughs> I'm genuine right now. I just want to tell. I just want to tell jokes. I just want to tell jokes. Uh, but I mean, aside from that, I mean, you know, spring was good. Summer was good. I did. I did my campaign for my steak knives. Um, made lots and lots of mistakes there. I'm still delivering some of these knives now. Um, lots and lots of mistakes. But you know, in a, in a way, that was pretty good because it got me lots and lots of orders, um, restaurant orders, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, so I, I learned a lot doing that. I don't think it's something I'd do again, but I certainly learned a lot. Um, what else? I mean, obviously, we've I've had, well, not me personally, but my wife has had babies this year. So, you know, things have changed. It's been a massive year for me, massive year. The, the podcast has really, really kicked off from, you know, not being a, a huge deal to me this time last year to, to something that I look forward to every year. We, we've done two million streams on this podcast now, so I'm really, really happy about wow, that. Wow, that's incredible, man. Yeah, and I, I, think I will. I think that's it. With regard to bad points of the year, I think you know everything else is looking good. Going into two thousand nineteen, everything's looking very, very good. Yeah, I don't think I have too many bad. I mean, you know, even the bad stuff you learn from it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you get you get better from the you know the bullshits what you learn from. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I think that um, I think honestly, if if I'm being really honest, is I gotta figure out ways to be a little bit more present in my own hand. I mean, real personal. I, I want to figure out ways to be more per, uh, present when I'm at home. Mm. I think that part of being a business owner is you become fully consumed with the business. And I mean, I'm working on my business seven days a week, and I'm not in the shop seven days a week. I'm usually in the shop six, uh, five and a half, six days a week. But I need to figure out ways in which to unplug when I go home. Yeah. You know, not take emails. You know, I, I, my, you know, it's, it's, it's. We went to see the Queen movie last night. We had a blast. And I need to start. I need to start. You know, turning my phone off at a certain point. And when I get home, I need to like be a little bit more mindful of, you know, being present with my family. You know, yeah. and, and and I'm trying to make this business better. And I know that you know the online stuff is it means something. You know, even anything I do on online, any kind of content that I do, it it turns into you know every time I post a knife, we get two more orders. So I know that the importance of it, but at the same time, I need to like set some serious new blinders because it's 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 becoming it's becoming a problematic. Mm, yeah, my uh, my intense use of of Instagram and Facebook and all these different social media platforms, which in my mind I'm thinking it's helping my business, but really I need to I need to knock it off a little bit. Tinder doesn't count, or at least limit <laughs> Tinder. Grinder, oh, baby. Grinder, yeah, oh, yeah, baby. Oh baby! Wow! Yeah, don't yeah. So, yeah, so what is right. it you guys are looking forward to in 2019? Uh, I I will say that 2018 was awesome because it was my first employee, the great Carl, the great Carl was <laughs> me, and that has changed the way I do a lot of this, you know, the the building of the knives. But I'm really looking forward to um, my partner and I started uh, this new system where we actually stopped taking deposits in September and kind of leaned our way off to kind of get through everything. And now we're going to be doing this new uh, system where we're going to be giving people start dates 
And then we're going to be working on two weeks of working custom orders and two weeks working knives that we can sell direct. Mm. And I think I'm really excited for that. I've even started uh, getting some stuff ready to sell on our website. Our website's brand new. Uh, I haven't really talked to you guys about this, but I was I was uh, contacted by a literary agent who was interested in in, in me maybe doing a book, uh, doing a book of watercolors, yeah. and we've been talking. My, my and she came to my shop, and it was a really she was very very you know excited about what I'm doing, and so I'm actually my partner and I are going to start by just doing more. I'm going to be doing more uh, prints. We're going to start selling prints this year. I'm um, doing watercolors. We're going to make prints, and then we're going to use that to kind of start to put a book together, uh, a book of watercolors. And that's really, really exciting. And I haven't really talked about that very much. Um, and then the way we're doing our new orders, I'm able to be a little bit more creative and we're going to be doing a little bit more one-off knives. And that's really going to be a new, a new revenue stream. Really. Mm. I'm not going to be just taking custom orders. We're going to be able to kind of have uh, inventory. Nice, right? nice. So that's very, very exciting. Well, I've, I've got big plans for things going forward in a similar vein, the way that I'll, I'll work with custom orders, that kind of thing. So I'm going to do just 52 custom orders through, throughout the year, so one a week. Um, the rest of the time, I'm going to work on what I'm going to be calling stock knives. So for the last sort of six months, I've had sort of steak knives that have been stock knives. They're there to buy um, and almost deliver immediately. Still all, you know, handmade, all the rest of it. Um, but I make sure I'm blocking off time to just do a bunch so they're always ready. So it'll yeah. just be one a week of a custom order. And the way that's going to work with the website is um, you can go on, you can buy a stock knife um, anytime. So I'll be, need, I'll be needing to get some chef knives done. I want to get some bread knives done, some oyster knives, some butter knives, some filler knives. So I, I, want, I want a bunch of knives out of there, which are relatively low price. Because they saved my ass this year, the steak knives. They're relatively low price, but they've shifted, you know, in quite big numbers. Um, so, so that's the plan, to have stock knives in at all points, work on one custom order a week. Um, and the way that I'll work with the website is, so you can go on, you can either buy a stock knife, or you can go to custom and you'll see an actual build date of when the next build date is. So you'll you'll you pay your 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 fifty your fifty pounds, which is basically fifty dollars at the moment. Everything seems to be on par, dollars, pounds, and euros. You pay your your fifty uh pounds for the date that you, you see. You see the date before you buy. Once you do that, that date will automatically change um by seven by seven days for the next person to come and buy. Oh, interesting. So you buy in your you buy in your, your slot outright you know exactly when it's coming um that'll be easy for me admin wise because you know people know exactly when their knife is coming sure. yeah um and i'm starting fresh so from january the first i'll be completely fresh so there'll be a there'll be a build spot available for january the 7th you know and if anybody buys that week they'll have january the 14th and and, and so on so i'm hoping to build that out you know to fill up the year with the 52 custom orders yeah but i'm also always going to have these these lower priced knives always in stock. So that's a bit of a combination of the type of thing that Jeff does with, you know, people having their, their build date. Um, also similar to what um, Toma does at Florentine Knives with his sort of stock knives, which are always already in stock. Um, and I think it's just a way of sort of managing orders and managing turnover and cash flow. So there's, there's always an option. Somebody can always go on the, on the site and buy something. But if they want to spend a little bit more, or they want something custom, that option's there. But it's set in an expectation immediately. They know when that's, delivery will be. You know? 
I like this idea because the reason why we're doing it is because a lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, there's so many emails that go back and forth with people who would probably just say, you know what, I'm going to just buy this now. Mm. You know, the, the custom orders can be very laborious in terms of getting that sale. So to have stuff available, you might be, you, it's a different style of revenue stream that might be, you know, it's a different style of revenue stream. Yeah. And I, I, I love that idea. And not to mention, I'm going to be sending you an oyster knife. We're doing a collab, right? Yes, yes. So that, that's something else I want to I do a lot forgotten. more of this year. But I haven't forgotten. Myself and Jeff are going to do a, a collab. We're not quite sure what we're going to do with that knife yet, are we? Whether it's going to be raffled well, or whether it's, it's going to be <clears throat> You figure it out. You figure it out. I'm going to, I'm actually, I just heat treated a pile of Sidewinders. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna send you one, so I'm gonna put it in the mail, and I'm gonna send you a pair of tongs. I need a <laughs> pair of tongs for you because I'm sick of you with your stupid pliers, heat treating knives with a goddamn with a plumber with a plumber's Pipe pliers. <laughs> bullshit! That's some bullshit. We're not doing that anymore. Yeah. So look out for that our co- collaboration on that oyster knife. Um, it would be nice to do that for a nice cause as well, not just you know, not just sell it. Yeah, you whatever know, you, a nice you, cause. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. But what is that, what about yourself, Mareko? Going forward for next year, business-wise, have you got any sort of big <clears throat> changes coming? Uh, I would say the biggest change I got coming up um, is – so we've been in Connecticut for the last year and a half. And um, being so far away uh, from family has actually kind of taken a little bit of a toll on us. And all of our family is back in Washington. So – we are going to be moving back to Washington, actually. Um, Whoa! May, probably like late May, maybe June, somewhere in there. Um, and more than anything, it's you know, it's just to be to be close to family, to have the support of family. Um, like we talked about before in previous episodes, you know, the knife making you can basically do it anywhere, uh, especially yeah, with yeah. social media allowing you to connect with people all over the world. Um, and it's it's a hard call because I mean it's not cheap to move cross country, um, mm. but I think ultimately it's going to be the right call for us. Um, and again, you know, and our our little guy he's probably going to be an only child, <laughs> but w- when we move back to Washington, he'll have a bunch of family around, um, you know, a bunch of cousins that are all the same age as him, um, nice. and so it'll, he'll he'll just have kind of a built in. Um, community there and we've unfortunately kind of struggled to kind of develop community here um just because and and, you know we like i said we've only been here for a year and a half but i don't know it's just it's just different over here and it's and again it's just so far away insulting their driving too that that can't be good for you well it's the truth so fuck them when it comes to that (laughs) yeah Connecticut kind of sucks uh but i mean business wise i mean i'm I, I, decl- I closed down my books, order books last year, um, and and so I'm just going to be kind of still working on grinding away. I do look I've, – I've been looking at different avenues for kind of switching up my business model a little bit. So I'm doing a little bit more of a mixture of custom stuff with some ready-made stuff. Um, but right now, I don't know what that looks like exactly. I think the biggest – the biggest deal for us is going to be moving back to Washington and getting reestablished over there, getting a shop set back up over there. There's probably going to be a slight delay with things, um, unfortunately, but that's just kind of what comes along with a move like that. But hopefully we'll be able to transition pretty quickly. Um, I've been looking at actually some collaborations myself um, since you fuckers left me out. 
no, I'm teasing you. Um, we we could do, we could do a three way. <laughs> if you want to make a billet, send it to Jeff. He'll do the shape in, and I'll do the finish in. That that could be great. I'm, I'm just giving you, I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> um, that's the, that's the old. We nearly got you roped old, in there. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. That's fine. Um, the trilab. Um, <laughs> Uh, anyways, out. yeah. Yeah, that sounds better than the three-way, if you don't <laughs> mind me saying so. I'd prefer the tri-lab, if you don't mind. Uh, I have some collaborations I'm looking to hopefully do with uh, my, our buddy Don Wynn, who's been a guest on the show. You should go Ooh. back into the archives to listen to that. That's a good conversation Craig had with him. Um, some And some other makers, in the, uh, nothing that I've really got nailed down. And every year I do like uh, some, some non-profit uh, like a donation to to be auctioned off for a nonprofit. Last year, I had one that one in LA went for five thousand dollars, which is awesome because all all wow. that goes to the foundation. Uh, I feel you know I feel great about doing it, but also you know it's going to a good cause. Um, but yeah, other than that, some collaborations and a move. Those are the biggest things going on. So if anybody's looking for a shop in Connecticut, or looking to do some work in a great, well set up shop, get a hold of the guys at Dragon's Breath Forge. <laughs> You mentioned before, didn't you, about having some sort of like collaborative shop, and that was the dream, you know, in, in the future. Do you think that's possible now, moving to moving to Washington? Yeah, I do. Uh, I still think that that is something I, I really love. What's going on at Dragon's Breath Forge? Uh, having all that sweet. I mean, it's a, a lot of great equipment, a lot of space to work in. The biggest issue is just it's too far from for us from from our family, and so. Mm. But to, to potentially like create something like that over on the West Coast would be pretty rad. But can I can I promote can I can I make my personal Legion of Doom group out there with you? You I think that I think that you get a little if the, the Legion of Doom that's Mareko's <laughs> space with the new group, not Dragon's Breath form. The Legion of the Doom Legion. you got. <laughs> that sounds very negative. You get you get Jeremy Spake in oh, there. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah. He's up there. Get Jeremy Spake. Maybe you get a little Jake Farum in oh, there. Oh yeah. Okay. I like it. Maybe a little Nick Wheeler. A little Nick Wheeler. I've been talking to Nick. And then Wheeler. you have that. That is the Legion of Doom Legion right there. Doom. That's the Legion There's of some Doom. Great makers up there. Can you imagine? Can you imagine Legion Unstoppable. of Doom? Unstoppable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we've all got plans. We've all got good plans for 2019. Yeah. It's good to hear. Absolutely. Yeah. Good plans. We're gonna we gotta figure some stuff out. I might actually be doing another hammer in uh, sooner rather than later. With uh, before, well, obviously before Mareko leaves, we're gonna do uh, Fader Knives, another Fader Knives hammer Ooh. in with the uh, Modern Forge Boys. And if it's either, it's, I'm looking forward to that uh, sometime after January. We're gonna have to see what uh, Mister Sunset Forge has to say. He's just had two babies too, so we want to make sure he's there and Cliff Dufton and. We're gonna get we're gonna get a old school hammer and make sure we send Mareko off with uh, with the modern Forge boys. I gotta teach those guys but, some Damascus stuff. You might have to teach them. They might not want to listen. <laughs> I, I, I have said this before. We are all not Damascus guys, but I'm sure it would be. You know, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. I'll make it palatable. They might just want to make axes. They just want to make axes. The axes you know, are, who knows? Pretty sweet. All right, we're gonna do it. We're it's gonna happen. We're gonna Good. make it happen. But you know what, Jeff? If you can't make it, it's fine. It's fine. There's plenty, no of, problem. plenty of impersonators out there who could. Oh. <laughs> so we now that's we asked this week on Instagram. Well, we didn't ask actually. 
they just started appearing. <laughs> people doing impressions. People doing yeah. impressions of Jeff in his shop from you know Jeff's live videos, that kind of thing. So I've created quite a caricature of myself. <laughs> so we, we asked people to send send in their videos. Um, obviously, video is not going to work too well on podcasts, but I, I've ripped off the audio. So I've got three here of, of varying <sighs> quality. I'll be honest with you. They're, ve- they're varying quality. So are we going to vote on who, who, who is the winner? I think we should. send them, We'll send them a Knife Talk t-shirt, yeah. Yeah, and this will okay. be this will be the last of these knife talk T-shirts too. So it'll be it'll be a very special shirt. Let's have a look who we got. So first off, we've got Racer Rax on Instagram, and he's done an impression of Jeff. So let's have a look. Let me just turn this. Up. What can I say? Fucking exploded. <laughs> That's. It. I don't know. I mean, I just curse all the time. That's I it. Guess. Just what can I say? Fucking explode. Let me let me play it again. It's very quiet. What can I say? Fucking exploded. That, that's <laughs> terrible. That doesn't sound anything well, like Jeff. No, look, I, I, I feel I like that's not an impersonation. That that <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, look, I, I appreciate. I appreciate even you know. Look, what can I say? Let, let I, me put, let me play the next. The next one is Mike, Mike Dipple Blacksmith. Um, and his video is actually very good. But the, I mean, this is the audio. Give me a second. Here we go. <laughs> 7 o'clock Central Standard Time, like 10 minutes, doing a live feed. Be there or don't. I don't care. <laughs> That's my Jeff Fay. Here we go. I will That's say- it. That's it. <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. He got the throat. I, I think that for some reason I use the throat clearing like punctuation. I th- I've, I do this thing where I clear my throat all the time, and I don't know why I do it, but it sounds like it might be a comma. And and then the other thing is he's got is he's got my internal dialogue of whether or not I'm like you know I'll say something and then in a, in a second later I'll contradict myself or I'll be like why did you say something like that and then I just say it out loud so he had that kind of like uh, that ping pong conversation I have in my own head so I, li- I li- the throat clearing was clutch though I like the throat clearing I, mean, this, I do this, that a lot I, this could be a new Saxon Jeff judging Jeff I like this <laughs> yeah let me let, let me get this last one right. Yeah. Here we are. Oh, Jesus. Listen to Night Talk Podcast. Fuckers. I love Jesus that one. Christ. I love that. He, he, I, 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 I speak very sing-songy. I, I, there's a lot of changes in, uh, in uh, octaves in, my, in the way I speak. So, you look, I, what can I tell you? I appreciate, I appreciate, <laughs> I, I don't know if I appreciate it, to be honest with you. That's Josh Scott Knives. He's actually the, he's actually been doing impressions of me for a while now. It's not his first one. Here we are. Yeah, here we are. We'll listen to Night Talk Podcast. Fuckers. Yeah. I, I will say that if you want to do a real Jeff, you, you got to have the throat clearing and you have to, for some reason I started talking through my teeth. That's what I call it. My wife started saying, why do you talk through your teeth? And sometimes I talk with like fucking grit my teeth and I talk through the gritted teeth. So that, that would be, yeah. Hmm. So I, I think know. Josh Scott's got to win there. I think Josh Scott is. Uh... Look, I, I like what Mike, I like that throat, that subtle I want, I want throat for Mike Dipple. I want to hear that guys... second one again. Yeah, Mike Dipple. Yeah, the Get Mike ready. Dipple. Get ready. Just a second. Here we go. <laughs> Seven yeah, o'clock Central Standard Time. Like 10 minutes. Doing a live feed. Be there. Or don't. I don't care. 
This is all so ridiculous, and I'm listening to people <laughs> do their impression of how I how crazy I sound. And that's the thing; it's not normal conversation. It's not like it's not like an accent where it's not like an accent or something. It's all of them are I'm deranged, and <laughs> I'm going to do uh, I'm going to do an exaggerated version of the derangement. That's an impression. Right. That's what an impression yeah. is. So, who who I do you think's so. got the best there? So we've we've got Racer Rax. I don't know if I, I, we've got I Mike know. Dipple, and we've got Josh Scott. I think my vote's for Here's Mike. My opinion. Mike Dipple. Here's my opinion. Here's my opinion. I, you know, I should be the last person. Go ahead. I, I get a voice, don't I? Sure, it's for my it. fucking voice, go for, for God's sakes. You go last. I'll go last. Okay. I, I personally think Josh Scott, um, just because he, he leans in and he goes, you fuckers. I like yeah, that. Yeah, like he that looks strange. Well, I, I'm going to be the spoiler because here's what, how I'm going to, here's what I'm going to say. And um, I appreciate both. I appreciate that Josh got started this, even though he's got this kind of strange, it's like a mix of like Johnny Depp and Jack Nicholson or something like that. I'm not 100% <laughs> sure where it's going. And apparently all I say is fuckers, which, you know, it might happen or so. I will say Mike Dipple has got the throat clearing, which I immediately said he, he, he listened to me because I do clear my throat as punctuation. And I do do that kind of changeover conversation. And I'm, I'm sorry, Josh deserves a T-shirt because he started this off. But if you're using those three, I'm going with Mike Dipple. I'm going with Mike Dipple on the, because of those little weird subtleties. Mike, you're a winner. You're a you winner. We, Good but job, Josh, Mike. you got to get some. I, I'm going to take care of you, Josh. I, I, <laughs> I know that I know he sent messages. I better win. I, I, I'm with you. I, I, Look, I don't know what to tell you. Send you him some you know what the funny thing is? While we're doing this, somebody else did a couple. There are a couple more <laughs> before we uh, when I when we just started this. I couldn't play him, so I say Mike Dipple gets it. Mike Dipple, but gets with it. peace and love to everybody else. You fuckers. <laughs> there you go. Cool, cool. So that's that's 2018 in a nutshell. That's um, it's yeah. been a good year. We're we're flying in 2019. We've got big plans here for the podcast. Um, and we do well. No, no, heads me. No <laughs> what? But, oh, 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 oh. Jesus Christ. I thought you were gonna be like, we're getting rid of everybody, and we're gonna get we're gonna get Mike Dipple in. <laughs> we found your replacement. Mike Dipple's <laughs> taking over. Mike Dipple and Josh Scott, they're gonna just be crazy people yeah. all the time. But um, you know, like we say every every week, we, we really want the listeners to be involved in the podcast. So going forward to 2019, send us content, send us stuff that you want to see featured in the in the podcast. Uh, we'll do our best to get you in as well if we can. Well, uh, if we can get the audio. Can, in. I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah. I'm going to interrupt you. Go for it. I want to see you guys do an impression of me. Can it happen? I can't do it on on the spot. Not on the spot. <laughs> oh, I need to, okay. Jesus let, let me, Christ! Let me take a take here. You go. Breath. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right. So it starts off. You've got to get really go into ahead. the mic. You've got to go like quite into the mic. <laughs> so it's quite quiet. It's quite quiet. <laughs> 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 I think you win. You're out, Mike. Craig wins. Craig wins. I think we blew a few eardrums out there. Hopefully, that's for that's for Kyle. That one's for Kyle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's it. That's 2018. So I want everybody to have a great 2019. Um, keep in touch, and we'll be speaking soon. Peace and prosperity. Thank you all. This is the story of the one. 
As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.